Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives, all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. When you see crazy, desperate things, you know that you're close to something not working. You'll love this. I'm made for that environment. And I'm not telling you that I like chaos, but I hate fakes so much. I'd rather have the pain of reality than I would the fictitious dream or illusion. You'll love this. I'll put it in old uh, bad terms that don't sound so good. But you can get in a fight with a real guy and he'll buy you a beer afterwards. And I'm not pushing beer and I'm not pushing fighting. But it was a real fight and it was a real conversation and everybody got real. I do much better in that environment of reality than I do all the fake. I feel like I've been out of place for 25 years. Because the bigger the illusion gets, the less reality I have. And if you really fly by the instruments, I tell you what, get on the airplane and let them, them instruments not be real. Let, let them use the reference points and see how you like it. You can't do it when you fly a plane. You can't do it underground when you're running a miner. They gotta know where to leave the pillars. They gotta know where the gas is. There are things that are crucial to your life that when you make an illusion, a lot of people get damaged. I've learned to hate fake. I don't just like fake. I hate fake. Probably to the point where I'm no fun to be around sometimes. But I guess when you lead people, you realize you're going to have to keep trying to get it over there to real. Because if you have fake, you take all the people with you. Jim Jones killed a lot of people. And the Bible's full of people that, you know, they followed that weren't right. And they got damaged. They didn't follow Moses. They followed Korah. make a mess when you follow the wrong people. What's interesting is Saul, and, Saul led while David was being groomed. It's funny how God led, that blows my mind. When I look at leadership now, I think, God, I've never seen anybody like you. Why do you leave people in so long? But that's in his hand. He let Saul lead for 20 years while he was trying to kill David. And Saul got people killed while he was leading. Anyway, so financial institutions, corporations, I believe there will be corporations that will be exposed that will not be strong as you thought they were. See, what I'm trying to prepare you for is to have peace in the midst of all that chaos that God has still got you. That's why I was telling you about the finances and the tithe. Whatever, now I'm not saying this to get you to tithe, but whatever you do, you should tithe. Whatever you do, you should tithe. Not because I'm telling you because we want your money. I'm telling you for your sake, keep connected so the devil gets rebuked and you have favor in your life. Because the, the, the financial institutions are shaking and, and like I said earlier, unconfessed sin, if you'll forgive me, 
You can tithe all you want, but if you're in adultery, good luck. I mean, if you're in adultery or fornicating and you're tithing and you think God can work with you, it doesn't work. You get somewhere down the line, you know, the, the light causes pain. It's kind of like when you all turn the lights on at first, when it's dark in here, you know, it makes you want to squint. Light causes pain. And as these lights come on, there will be a lot of pain in the earth. I personally look forward to it. But like I said, I lean toward confrontation. I lean toward reality because it, it really means a lot to me to be able to hook up. Pain, life's painful. Have you decided life is painful yet? Okay, there's joy. But the Bible says a lot about being encouraged. You know, it, why would you have to tell somebody if they didn't need encouraged to be encouraged? To face your own history and your own relatives and your own mothers and fathers and everything, I think it's a very painful thing. And you have to learn to be able to navigate that and not lose yourself and gradually work your way through life. You can tell when somebody's been in pain because they understand those things. You know how it is it takes one to know one? He was touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Jesus was. He was a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. That's why he can identify with you. You know, if you, it's like the prisoners. If you were never in prison, you couldn't identify with them. If you think about it, what it would be like to be incarcerated for 10 years, you'd have to talk to somebody else that's been incarcerated for 10 years to even make a connection. We do because we've been going there for 13 years. So we, by the way, thanks for your prayers. As I always say, Pastor James, it's the greatest ministry. To me, it's the greatest ministry in the world because it has the least amount of facade. The prison ministry is wonderful, not because, oh, we're getting a minister of prayers, nurse. We're reforming them. That ain't even close. That's a, not even close. The fact is it's a real environment and faith works in reality. And so it's a high revelation service and things happen for those prisoners because they actually want to be there. They're not there out of church obligation. They're not there laying in bed thinking, well, if I don't go to church today, somebody's going to think. They don't care about any of that. They're there because they want to be. So it's a real place with real power, real revelation, and real life-changing experiences. If you're a preacher, that ought to excite you. Because in reality, God works in reality. God does not work in an illusion. He works in reality. That's why when Jesus wanted to do miracles, he poked at people to get them to get honest first. Uh-oh. He did. He poked at them. Made them mad. Why well, that preacher got me mad. You real yet? That's all I want to know. If you're real enough, we can have a miracle. I mean, the controversy in Jesus' ministry was off the Richter scale. He'd go help somebody, and while he was on the way to Jairus' house, this woman touches him, interrupts Jairus' miracle. Jairus gets upset. This woman gets healed, and he stops to take her testimony while his daughter's dying. How would you feel? Just put this in a modern-day text. 
You're asking me to go to your house and somebody's up here going, and the Lord saved me and it was wonderful and it was great. And I'm supposed to go and your daughter's life's in peril and I gotta let this woman give this dissertation of her testimony while you're waiting on your miracle. You'd probably not come back, would you? Until you went home and your daughter was okay. I don't think we see the Bible in the controversy that it is. And then when we have controversy, we think there's something wrong. It's called carnality. It is wrong. All the wars and fightings among from people are from the carnal side. You must deal. Somewhere down the line, you have to deal with all your insecurities and yourself. And I, I personally believe that the Holy Ghost truly, truly is the best counselor there will ever be. I think you can talk it out with people, but I think God speaks. And if you will deal with yourself, you will become so, so secure in who you are that you will not be threatened by everybody and will not have to lash out all the time. The Bible says when he was reviled, he reviled not again. When he suffered, he didn't threaten. You're supposed to be able to endure suffering and not retaliate. That takes a genuine, honest cross in your life. I wish I could tell you that everybody treated me good, but I got situations I, you'd never, you wouldn't even believe that happened where people have just totally violated my boundaries, wanted to do bad things, just terrible things. But I, I'll, I'll tell you one little story just to get the principal in. I, I was violated so bad by a particular guy, and then the Lord told me, I want you to forgive him. I didn't want to forgive him. I'll be honest with you, I wanted to knock him clean out. <laughs> it wasn't even a thought to forgive him. It was a thought to, to just do it. Okay, but when I did, I did. It took me a while. It took me a couple of weeks. You, you, you ever do that? How many of you last that long? Sometimes God tells you to do something. It takes you a while. I'll be honest. It does. I mean, I'm not going to act like, oh, I just just do what He says right now. I'd like to, but the ones that dig you real deep are the ones you think about. But when I did, He never changed. He continued to abuse me. But I got out of there. I got blessed. I got promoted. Everything went in my favor. He never changed to this day. 30 years went by. I wish I could tell you that they were gonna get all excited because you said you're sorry. But see, I had to tell them I was sorry because I was angry, not because he was right. I was, see, this is where people get all jacked up. This is where I struggle with people right here because I'm a principal man, Okay? It don't matter if you step all over me, kick me in the shins and stomp my head on the ground. If I get up and cuss you, I'm the one that's got to repent because I know the difference. Your behavior has nothing to do with what I got to do. Now, how do you get that into somebody? I don't know because I've been such a protector for so long that I have kept that lesson from being learned. Protect the kids, protect the church, protect the gods, protect the customer, protect the... Crazy. How will they ever learn to do right when they're treated wrong 
if it don't happen to him. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. In chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John, God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other means than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.mfcministries.net. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosic, Pastor Rena Perosic, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.mfcministries.net. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283. That number again, 001-304-292-7283. Or write MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right. <music>